I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Today, we got a lot of different things to talk about. We've got some Q&A from Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so we'll get into that. We've got another epic play of the week coming, but we are going to start with what we usually start with, with what's on your mind. And Lou, we're going to let you go first today because I know you're just boiling over there. I know we were talking a little off air. We had to restart this. I, I didn't have a great take when we first started, so I know Lou's got a couple things for what's on his mind. So we're gonna let Lou go first, and we're just gonna I'm not get right. Boiling. Into this. I think you had a little bit of a diva moment there, but it's okay. It happens. All right. So that's a bad out of me. That's so, bad out of me. All right. So what's on my mind? Uh, a couple things. One was I just turned on YouTube to turn on a cat video for Zipper to watch, and there was an ad for PWCC playing. So that was kind of interesting to me, and I thought it was pretty strange. I didn't know PWCC was running ads now. So that was interesting. And you can hear Zipper. He was not a fan. Talk to me real quick about these cat yeah. videos that you put on for example. Yeah, so there's videos on YouTube. I thought everyone knew about this. There's videos on YouTube of like birds and like um snowfall and squirrels, stuff like that. And you play them and it like relaxes them typically. Today's not the day it's working, but typically you put that on and they just watch it. Okay, so yeah, there's that. Um and then the other thing I wanted to point out was it was a big weekend for Lewis in the F1 world this weekend, a massive win. A very unexpected win. Just the mark of a champion, the mark of greatness. And you love to see it. <laughs> love it. I just keep looking at Connor McDavid rookie cards. I came across the 19, I think it was 1989 Pro Set Santa card that I was checking out. How much did it sell for? It sold for 1300 something like that, and 1700 on like November 4th, the PSA 10. Pop 53. I'd love to know what that did last year. Um, I've been looking at that. I saw Rai, you were looking at putting together like a Disney set for uh uh for Reg, right? Yeah, there's like a nineteen fifty six cartooning set from Disney and uh I think I have a picture on my phone, but they're uh some of the best looking like Disney cards that I've seen so far. Um yeah. so I think one day I'll I'll try to put that set together. It's not super, super expensive. They just don't pop up a whole lot. I'm actually going. I'm going to see McDavid play. He's playing at the Garden tonight. Oh, you're going tonight? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Rangers, uh, Rangers Oilers. That'll be sweet. Any night in the Garden is great. A little chippy today. A little edgy today, must say. And jumped down Ryan's throat when he tried to claim that my my fandom and take of Ryan Tannehill has been anything but above average compared to what everyone else says. And you called him a bad quarterback. You know what people pay for winning quarterbacks? So you think Ryan Tannehill is why they're winning games? I think Ryan Tannehill, if you put him on most teams, is better than their quarterback. Like like most GMs would love really to close. have Ryan Tannehill. So you think you think Ryan Tannehill is a top sixteen quarterback in the league? I think Ryan Tannehill is a top ten quarterback in the league. That's fair. That's wild. Right. That's right. Can you name 10 like, quarterbacks you better than Ryan what Tannehill? it means to have a, a, a quarterback? 10? You don't know what it's okay, like. Okay, let's you just go through this real quick. Like. 
Arizona Cardinals. So Kyler, Russell Wilson in that division. For sure, there's two. Aaron Rodgers. No, you can, both of those guys are fair. Let's keep going. Russell Wilson. Ten. All I got to do is name. There's 32 right quarterbacks. Now. I only got to name right 10. Now. Better than. Tannehill over Russell Wilson. You're saying Russell Wilson, you're taking Ryan Tannehill? Nah, that's probably aggressive. Today? That's probably. We're going forward? Probably. Ryan Tannehill over Russell Wilson? Brother. Okay, keep going. Okay, wait. Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. So we'll switch divisions. Uh, not taking Fields, not taking Kirk Cousins, not taking, definitely not taking Jared Goff. So only Rodgers in that division. Three. That's three. Uh, Tom Brady, for sure. Okay. I would take Matt Ryan over Tannehill. Matt Ryan's at least been to a Super you're Bowl. You're talking about careers, bro. You're telling me that, like, Ryan, you're, we're going to post a podcast, and you're telling me you'd rather have <laughs> Matt so Ryan bad. as Ryan T- than Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback today? We're going to publish this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Agreed. The, in in on it. that. End it. Next topic. <laughs> Next topic. In. You're just going to die on the I, sword. I, I'm just, just, we could get up to, like, 15 or 16. Whole argument, bro. No way. You your entire No argument. way. Next, you're going to tell me you'd rather have Big Ben. Ryan Tannehill. Let's move on. Have Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, like, what are we talking about, dude? Santa no, Claus. No, no, Santa no. Claus is a top 53. Let's move on. Yeah. PSA 10. 54 <laughs> to PSA 9. Jason said Matt Let's Ryan move on. Good. That's crazy. What's Daniel on your Jones mind, Ryan? have him, too? What's, no. What is Daniel on your mind? mind? Big thing on my mind. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have Tyler's Doug. Lost, Doug like... Moody's a better quarterback, too, but guess what? <laughs> Matt Ryan, brother, you make it sound like Ryan Tannehill is like in the MVP discussion. Like he's a top five quarterback in the league. Brother, there's 32 quarterbacks in the league. And I'm telling you, I could name at least 12, maybe 15 better than Ryan Tannehill. You're going to be wrong with this take. And it's okay. Let's go forward. Jason, please put this up on Ryan Tannehill, a top 10 QB. I'm confident in this. This is going to be bad. Top 10 quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. Can you name 10 people you'd rather have, you have Jimmy over Garoppolo? Ryan Tannehill? No, uh, you had no, to think about not. that? It'd be close. Hey, this is what close. I'm saying. Like, let's go. You said it was close? What's on your mind, right? What's on your mind, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, Ryan Tannehill's okay, in that fine. same discussion. I don't want to. He's not Dak Prescott. He's not You're confused. Tom Brady. I really don't want to harp on Ryan Tannehill today, so. Keep going. We'll get to Grayson Allen shortly. All right. Please. Ty, Ty and Luger and I were talking about it offline, but getting into basically at this point with Ohio State, you know, Ohio State football is really what I care about most. And at this point, there's no it's it's winner go home kind of kind of vibes all year. You've got Michigan State this week at home for senior mm-hmm. day. You got that team up north next week in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. If you win both of those games, you go to the Big Ten Championship where you're going to play likely Iowa at this point, Wisconsin, Minnesota, one of those teams. Then if you win those three games and you go to the playoff, you're playing one of the two playoff teams. And if you win again, you're playing the likely Georgia in the in the college football playoff final. Because you'd, so, be, uh, you'd be the two or three seed. You want to play them in the semis. Yeah, if, if yeah, you, you, you assume at this point, yeah, if, I agree. if Georgia wins out, the only way I think Ohio State has a chance to be number one, like, because people are saying, like, Oregon's going to be ahead of Ohio State. But if Ohio State beats the team up north in Michigan State and wins the Big Ten, they're going to jump Oregon. Do you just not right? refer to them and as Michigan? Is this like a Lord Voldemort thing? Mm-mm. Like, don't, no. that's Blue like has storming said the field, bro, like beating Penn State. It's like, just refer to them as Michigan. I didn't what are you take credit of? for that. I said that was unacceptable. But now you're not, you're being afraid to refer to Michigan as Michigan. It's like. That's not new, though. No, that's Ask true. Any that's, that's a like, thing. That's a soft. 
Ask Lou. He says Ohio. So, that's true. Lou's not a Michigan fan, Rye. Don't that's go there. true, too. Lifelong Georgia guy. <laughs> fan since day one. So, yeah, I think it'll be, it'll be, uh, it's just going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Just uh, getting, getting a little nervous. Don't want to, you know, don't ever want to lose. Definitely don't want to lose this time of year. So hopefully, uh, hopefully the next couple weeks go, uh, go our way. But um, been excited for F1. I told you guys about that last week. Picked up that Leclerc auto. So it was a big sign in this morning, right? Zo, he, he's the first Chinese driver ever in F1 alpha. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Pretty big deal. People are excited about it. He's got a lot of fans. I got to finish season three at this point of Drive to Survive. I'm like six episodes in. I need to like finish that and get that wrapped up. Just lock it in. Um, but yeah, I'm a bit intrigued for that. One thing I, I was going to say before we get too much into Q&A, we did not talk last week about that McDavid goal. I don't think about, like about that. Best goals ever. Lou, did you see that? No. Rangers are up right now, four up. Keep talking. It was against the Rangers. Yeah, look at McDavid versus Rangers goal. Rangers were up 4-0. They come back tie at 4-4. I might get buried if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was the fifth goal. And he went through five people from the blue line to the goal and dusted the goalie. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's not wild. It was 5-4, by the way. It was the fifth goal, right? After being down 4 now. Yeah, oh my God. I watched it like 10 times in a row. It's going to get crazy, crazy. David. Like what he did last season shortened and now, and the Oilers, I think they're in first place. Yeah, they were. I saw the other day that they were like 10 and two or something. Hockey's one of those sports where you can get those like mind boggling plays. They're like, they're hard to come by in a sport like baseball that I love very much, but like just individual, like insanity. Yeah. Like that's a crazy goal. Ty, real quick before we move on, last mm-hmm. thing: Ryan Tannehill or Jalen Hurts? Uh, Ryan, who am I picking for my franchise? Ryan Tannehill or Jalen Hurts? I'm taking Jalen Ryan Hurts. Tannehill. Very underrated. I, I agree. That's I fair. agree. Jalen, Jalen Hurts, Hurts is very underrated. Jalen Hurts is getting better. That's the guy that I smoked but earlier. You can't year and has tell definitely me grown. if you're a GM right now and you have the choice for the next X amount of years, you're taking Jalen Hurts over Ryan Tannehill. I don't have anything to say. Got it. Nothing to say. Just putting that one out there. Nothing to say. We also, I mean, obviously, I think before we go into questions, I think we'd be remiss to not bring up the PSA news that came up two nights ago. Was that the two weeks comment from Nat? For regular? Yeah. I think it's a pretty big deal. I think it's pretty exciting. What do you think the price is going to be, Ryan? Well, actually, wait. There's probably a question about it, huh? Jay, is there a question about that? Yeah, there is. Okay. It's a big story. I think it's very exciting. It's what we were hoping for. Regular back by the end of 2022. That's uh, by the end of 2021. That's pretty great. Yep. And uh, like Lou mentioned, we'll we'll hit on that here in a second. Jason mentioned there's a question coming up about it, but I think we would. We would uh, we would be foolish not to at least talk about the Chiefs panic meter, because mm. I know that's something we've mm. we've referenced a lot on this show. And I would probably predict Lou's going to update the meter and have it the other way this time. The Chiefs are back, back. They're in first place back. Fully back, home field advantage in the playoffs, back. I might have alluded to it the last couple episodes, but I'll leave it there. (laughs) It was probably the most obvious thing of all time. Like, hello, everybody. It's Patrick Mahomes. Who made a play? Didn't get confused. Jay, you made a play? I think Jay made a play. Yeah, Yeah, Jason said he made a play. And I still, I almost sold that one that I had. I'm glad I kept it. 
yeah, I mean, they dismantled the Raiders. Dismantled them. And beat the shit. And last night was crazy, too. The Niners beat the shit out of the Rams. What's going on with the Rams? They were good. Hey, they were good. It might. It's a combination of Stafford and McVay. Like, those two forces just meeting. And, like, it just and gets crazy. Not it like, bad things are going to happen. I mean, like, Their I watched. offense looks like, eh. I watched the second half last night. And, like, the first three possessions, somebody drops a pass on third down. They Killer. go three and out. They had a Killer. bunch of drops last night. Just drop, 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 drop. Drops the worst. And shout out to you know who my favorite player Corey in the NFL Davis because he drops everything. Hold on, no, your favorite Debo is pretty cool. Oh, I was pretty cool, man. I wouldn't guess that. Who are you gonna say? I would have probably said Mike White. Oh no, <laughs> Debo Samuel, that guy is electric, bro. You guys, He's what's your piece. what's the take like? And what's Jets <laughs> fandom no now? Take, what's that looking bro. like? There's no take. It's pain. The true take, Rye, is just pain. Like it's literally <laughs> just pain. There's, there's just nothing good that happens. Like. Everything that's good that happens to the Jets just gets destroyed immediately. So what do you like? What are you looking for? Like the rest of the year going into the draft? Like what's your hope? incremental progress from Zach? Meaning Sensible. like not not so Mike White. Yeah. Mike White's done. Yeah, it's over for Mike. Serviceable backup, which is great. But like you're trying to figure out what you got with Zach. Gotta figure it out. Gotta gotta see some growth from Zach the rest of the way, because the first five weeks were not needed great. from Zach. Can't play hero ball anymore. This is not Coastal Carolina. It's pain. It's just you know pain what I'm saying? all around. It's just all pain. It's not quite I'm the amount of pain as being a Penn State fan. I'm here for pain. this. And it's like it's like Rex Ryan yelling at Sala for no reason. Like it's just the whole thing. Sala's got like pain. issues with his home renovations. It's like what <laughs> we, we He's gotta in a find hell clips. Early twenty twenty one season, Jets takes. There was going to be bar. the Patriots were going to stink. The Jets were bad. Patriots do stink, by the way. No, they're they don't. They're whole, a top 10 whole team. Whole you just said Matt Ryan was better in, than Ryan Tannehill they beat, currently. They beat the Jets twice, the Texans, and like some other random team. And then they beat the Browns this week. They stink. Ty, even if you say Ryan Tannehill and Matt Ryan are the equal or Matt Ryan is one less, there still doesn't take away the fact that there's still 12 quarterbacks currently better than Ryan Tannehill. Five fifteen. I'm just wrong. I don't think there's 12 quarterbacks. Matt, are you, ta- are you taking Stafford? O- over Tannehill? Yes. You can, you... So that's three in one division. You mean to tell me there's not nine more in seven other conferences? You picked like the strongest division of like, quarterbacks. Jesus, like, right. <laughs> you picked like the strongest the, the strongest division for quarterbacks. Yes, that's, okay. I just, I just, I just want to double check Tannehill. which 10. In the AFC East, Garoppolo, there's Garoppolo, Cousins, the Matt NFC Ryan. East, Let me guess, zero. Carson Wentz. Yeah, you're taking him over him, right? No, Derek, Carson Wentz, Derek absolutely Clark, not. Tua, Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts, Russell Wilson. Wait, you're you're not taking Derek Carr over Tannehill? No, I'm not. One of them wins football games and has been winning a lot of football games over the See, last. That's the 50 problem years. is you're you're like when the Rams went to the Super Bowl, did they go to the Super Bowl because of Jared Goff? What? So why does Ryan Tannehill get all the credit? Because it's been multiple years, bro. Well, because he's playing well. There's a difference. That, that's not fair because he actually plays well, and Goff was objectively bad. I I, I just Q&A. I know what you're getting as to why. It, Ryan Tannehill is like Q&A. the reason the Q&A. Jets are winning games. I'm or the 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 the, the Titans are winning. I'm so I'm so confused. We got to come back to this. I want to talk about this once. No, we don't. Well, I next promise week, we don't. Next week, once we get some like results, we got to talk about this. <laughs> All right. So 
<sighs> Ty's loving it this morning. And Ty, like Ty said, he's a little on edge yep. this morning. So we're just like, just sitting there, just poking yep. him. And I'm not sure Ryan Tannehill's what's going to make him snap, but mm. we'll, uh, we'll follow yeah, back we'll be, on we'll it next week. <laughs> Let's get into Q&A. Jay got these from Twitter, IG, Facebook. So all over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These are going to be a little rapid fire Q&A. How about Cam Newton? I'm back. <laughs> that was great, too, yeah. All right, so Mike Geo says, what price point and return time do you expect for the PSA regular that Nat says is coming back in two weeks? I think it'll be $75. That is my prediction. Because that leaves room for bulk to be like 45 or 50 $75 for regular? Mm-hmm. I agree. I'll take the over. 80 That is my prediction. You think it's high time? Seventy six fifty. All right. So Joe Provost says, assuming prices are the same, which one are you taking, Kaboom or Game Used Patch Auto? That's hard. There's so many different sets. Yeah, I'm probably going with Kaboom because it's more unique. Yeah, I mean, it, it would depend on like what it is, like what it's from. I would typically prefer game used patch auto, especially if it's on card. I just would rather have that personally as a collector, but it depends on, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot of game used patch auto cards that kind of suck. I think I'm going to go game used patch auto. I think for any top tier player, the I think autographs look out five, ten years from now. I think they're going to be held in higher demand. Especially on on what? autos, because I think players are going to get smarter and not do auto deals as many. Yeah. That's a very interesting take, Ty. Because if they, any, yeah, because just... they are asking. They are, yeah. I I would hundred percent agree with you. Like they're being asked to sign a lot at this point. There's a lot of product. It'll be interesting to see what happens when Fanatics takes over. But that's one thing I I'm super super intrigued by, especially like with like you said with what I said earlier. It's how much they're signing. That's uh some of these guys are signing probably what I mean at this point is Mac is Mac Jones Zach Wilson Trevor Lawrence are those guys signing more or less than a hundred thousand stickers? Probably a little less. What do you think it is? I was gonna say like twenty five k. Just think with, with you think it's only twenty five thousand stickers. With it's a lot of the, the stickers, just bro. understanding of leverage Zion yeah, that is a lot. On down now, the one dude uh, who's the homie, the high school hooper that just got the Puma deal. Like, I just think that these players with NFTs just are starting to understand leverage more. Like, I think it's going to be harder to put a game used jersey in a card because the value chain is like, why give that up? That's yeah, it's the autograph, like, the autograph thing definitely has my, my wheels spinning now. Like, that has potential to be a really big thing because that totally changes the value of a box of cards because they're they're still going to yeah. find a way to get autos and maybe they have to pay more, more and then well, maybe they're more retail and then all the old stuff becomes more expensive. I um I mean there are there are products now Ty that like like clearly Donner's basketball or, or Revolution basketball like where you're not guaranteed autos, right? Where you're like you chase like Galactics or you chase like SPs. And I think the gap between sticker autos and on-card autos is going to, is for me, I don't know why, just like in my gut, I'm like so much more fond of on-card autos by, as every day goes by than sticker autos. It's just like really gives 
I think, brevity to the card, that it was signed by the player, that specific card, rather than just stickers in a room and slapped on. Blue, your face just lit up there. What'd you get? No, Syndergaard signed with the Angels. Oh, pretty Thor. crazy. Wow. Pretty crazy signing. Oh. They'll find a way to still stink, though, so. All right, so Tud Kerr asks, what are some current inserts inserts or subsets that you think could be as valuable long-term as the 90 sets, PMGs, beam teams, et cetera? So I know we've talked about this a lot on here. The, the most common one we talk about is the Kaboom. That's mentioned quite regularly. Outside of the Kaboom, what would you guys say? For me, it's got to be Galactics. I've liked Downtown, the early iterations of Downtown. I think especially if a player ends up like really staying in a city and like, you know, committing to that city. Like if, if Booker's long-term Phoenix or I, I've liked what's, what's happened there. Um, for some reason, uh, I just think there's some there. The whammies are like kind of interesting in a weird way. The big headed joints, the baseball ones. Yeah. The baseball yeah. whammies. My, what what I don't know, Levi's did the thing, Game Fuel just did the thing, but like, what's the new age Dunkin' Donuts joint going to be? Yeah, they're... Because that, really. you know, those inserts, I think, also, not really talked about here as much, but... The Dunkin' yeah, Donuts? That's a good, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome awesome set. good set. Fantastic <laughs> set. Lou, have any thoughts on that? I'm trying to think... Like there's, there's gotta be, there's, of course there's other, there's something. So I'm thinking things like on the horizon, the cosmics that Panini mm-hmm. does, like those special release packs. I mean, the Kaboom is by far the most obvious one. Like that's the one that gets yeah. so much love in the hobby now. None's coming into my mind right now. I'm trying to think though. Complete left field, but I love, I, I, I like the like alt prisms. I don't know the they're not an insert but the mosaic prisms like the disco is that what they are or, or are they You're just talking like about like a prism like a, a card from prism that's like a, like the bubbles on it i guess it's the early mosaic is what is what i'm trying to like get the at. first year like the luca and trey mosaics luca before mosaic. before mosaic was its own standalone i think so yeah genesis that's another one Eight cards away from completing that entire three hundred. Genesis set. is you the are, other right? one that I think that has a shot. Yeah. The reason I like the Genesis one, it it like I saw it in twelve thirteen, with the Prism Basketball. Like it's a retail exclusive parallel. You can't pull it in a hobby box. I think those, like those chase cards, like that kind of stuff, where you can only get them in one product, make something like that in- intriguing. Yeah the the Prism Mosaic, like for Luca, where he's doing like the pass, like yep to the side. Yeah, I like those cards a lot. Not necessarily an insert, but I don't know why. I just brought it up. All right, Noah asks, how do you feel about the value of rare inserts and autographs now that there are so many from every product? <laughs> what are we just talking about? Gold out of 10, gold ice out of 10, gold wave out of 10, all numbered to 10, but the same product is actually 30 gold cards from that product. I actually don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it's a little bit overblown in my opinion. Because I think they all... Which aspect? The I think... The concern being like there's too many out of tens, or like there's too many golds or whatever. Like I think there's room for both. Like obviously the true gold though is going to be one thing, and I think like a gold wave has its own has a value on its own, in my opinion. I think aesthetics come more into play in these parallels. Aesthetics come into play more. What do you mean? Like um, meaning, uh, you know, as numbered cards get more 
popular, I, I can call it, like, does the the color of, of 50 that makes it pop way more and is much more aesthetically pleasing than of 25, which I believe it happens for some yeah, colors. Yeah, like color. They're just much, yeah, they're just much more in demand. I think that that starts to be more of a factor. Like, okay, cool, I get that's of 25, but this of 65 is of higher value because it's just a much more aesthetically pleasing card. Yeah, I guess I agree with that. It's also that, that thing, I think they kind of do it already in a way where they try to like make the lesser uh, serial number more valuable. Like in theory, the gold should be like the one of one. Well, kaboom, it's weird, right? Yeah, green makes no sense. Green as one and and gold as of 10? Yeah, it makes no sense. Interesting. All right, Jay, next question. This one's from Brandon. It says, this is one for Ryan. Have you ever had to cut anyone off when they're opening cases of cards? LOL. <laughs> Lou? Have you ever had pure degenerates walk into your store trying to chase inserts and you just had to say, bro, stop spending your money? No. I, I mean... <laughs> You've like never cut somebody off. I mean, we've like when we first opened and you needed to sell something, sometimes you would like, hey, open this box and like you can pay after you're done. And then at some point you get a couple of boxes in and you're like, hey, I can't afford to lose this money. And he hasn't done super well so far. Um, that's not something we do anymore as much just be, uh, for, for risk purposes. But no, this is where it's like, hey, if you're getting absolutely smoked on this, maybe we should talk about like, hey, maybe this product isn't what we want to be ripping. Maybe this has better value. So again, it's just all about education, right? Kind of leading somebody to something that might be a, a better use of their dollar. Um, but no, never had to specifically cut anybody off. Uh, Nick asks, uh, what's more liquid in your mind, a BGS 9.5 or a PSA 9? And would you still buy the one you say is less liquid? Feels incredibly situational. Like it's very, there's a million different factors baked into like yeah. BGS 9. I really wouldn't buy a BGS card unless it was like a specific type of card to begin with. And then like, you know, like there's, I feel like that's way too open-ended of a question. Yeah, I agree with Lou. It's definitely situational. Now, Lou, I've got to ask you, because this makes me think about this. Did you see the BGS 8.5 to did. PSA 10 crack on that Lewis? I was very surprised by that. There was a Lewis Hamilton out of Sapphire at a 99. It was a BGS 8.5. Somebody cracked it and sent it to PSA and got a 10. That seems... I uh, couldn't... I honestly was wild. very confused. I'm still very confused. I don't understand how that's possible. I was under the impression that wasn't possible. So I don't understand how that happened. Very interesting. Ty, which one are you taking? BGS 9.5 or PSA 9? I actually like BGS 9.5s. Again, that is all very situational, so it depends on the card. I can't really go there, but I think I'm more of a fan of BGS 9.5 than Lou. You just buried BGS, right? I didn't bury them in any way. Well, you said I said you it's situational. Go there. I would buy. I've I've definitely. But I've general, changed my opinion. I, I would buy more BGS now, especially F one because it does better. But I also think BG. I've come to learn and understand myself that like jerseys, like patches and stuff like that, I think might be better in BGS cases because you can get a more fair grade, in my opinion. All right, so the next one's from Eric. It says, thoughts on HGA as a lot of their comps on newer cards graded by them are now selling for SGC prices, if not higher. So I think we should talk about the HGA announced from yesterday, right? In relation to this. Brian, did you read that at all? No. Let me pull it up real quick. The 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 long and short of what they were saying um, was the reality that a lot of these companies 
or all of these companies have faced of like, hey, we've exceeded, like demand has exceeded our capabilities to operate right now. And we need to slow it down a little bit for a multitude of reasons. I think they he listed uh, there was COVID issues, there was health department issues, things like that. So that's all part of it. And I thought, and I was saying in the chat last night, and I am more interested to see what happens with HGA now over the next like six to 10 months than I was previously based on the fact that now now they're facing a real issue as a business and I'm like excited to see them face it. I the same thing happened with SGC, right? Like they their demand got too too overwhelming and they had to shut down for a little bit and they've come back a stronger company for it. I think HJ has that same opportunity, so I'm really interested to see what happens. What was what was the punchline of the They were slowing they had to slow down operations. They had already been slowing down, it just wasn't announced. It was SGC that did the video. That was like, we're going to meet these days. We're going to say the days are more than they actually are. Correct. Right? HGA did a post yesterday being like, hey, we're behind, so we need to slow it down, basically. People in the comments have been saying, you've had my card since June, July, which, again, it's just part of it. Like, this is just how it it goes down, and eventually you have to say, like, hey, we're going to be behind for a little while. And when you've built your business on, we we are not going to do that. Exactly. That is that is definitely, definitely, definitely the takeaway on that. And that's where I just I think PSA is just like PSA's gotta see that. Where so many companies are like, hey, we're not gonna do this. And then like, oh shit, we say we're not gonna do this. And then people send us a million cards and then we do the exact thing we say we're not gonna do. It's just an obvious ending to the story. Like you cannot just continue to take more cards in. The biggest company had to shut down for six months. What do you think's gonna happen? They're when still you... not even open all the way. Back. That's what I'm saying. Like, what do you think's gonna happen with with a smaller company that's just starting out of the ground? And credit to them for building. I'm sure you can go back and find clips of us saying like, "Yeah, whatever." Like, they've built a real business. So, like, let's see what happens now. Yep, agreed. All right, this is one. This one's from Taryn. It says, "If Polisic stays healthy, how car? How far can?" He- uh, that take the men's team. Will we see England net another ten to nothing win? Ty, how good is the U.S. national team really? At full strength, can they get through the group yeah. stage at yeah, the yeah, World yeah. Cup? They can. They can, in my opinion. That's really good, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Round of sixteen. Yeah. The the first I think expanded World Cups the twenty twenty six. I don't think it's this one. Oh, does it match tonight? They might, they might be. Yeah, they're playing tonight. Let's um, go. Fuck yeah. It up. I love it. Let's go. That that's important. That's what we need. I was genuinely excited. Saw healthy, that, right? How far can that take the men's team? I think he's an important piece. I think that maybe the quarters. I think we might be able to sneak the quarters. Would be like a real strong showing. Will we see England net another? I think they played San Marino, net another ten nil win. So I wouldn't look into that that much. Like footy's fickle in that regard. Sometimes you win ten nothing and you play worse than when you win three nothing. So maybe in our lifetime, possibly potentially. Uh, it's just kind of like a, a random question. All right, Johnny asks: uh, With Ken Golden's TV show coming out next year on Netflix, do you see the market appreciating to twenty twenty prices once the general public is exposed? The general public has been exposed. The cards are 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 mainstream. They are no longer a secret investment that uh, nobody's fooling you know, anybody anymore. 
Yeah. Uh, and that's one thing I took away from Josh Luber's uh, paper was, you know, when will we see prices back to October or August of last year or March of this year? Now, I'm just not sure it's going to be super, super, super soon. Um, if ever, if we ever get back to those prices, um, I'm bullish on cards long term, obviously. And I think there's other things that can help this, right? Like, I don't think, I think Ken's thing is is great for cards. I don't think the exposure is bad. And I don't think, you know, it would be bad if like Barstool started doing card stuff, right? I think there's a lot of attention that could come from that. So I think there's a lot, there's well, a lot are, more. Right? Don't they have a breaker situation? Not really. They have the, they have Not the really. They, it was they like almost the, there. It was like almost there. Yeah, they got like Doug's. But they, like Ken does stuff with, with part of my take every once in a while. Gotcha. So yep. I'm talking like more regular content from from Barstool like that would that would definitely open some eyes. Like there there are things like that that I think are coming. But yeah, I I don't think there's a lot at the moment. I mean, not cannot. But I'm not sure there's anything right away that's going to make the 2020 prices pop. I up think again. that's true. And I also think when we're ta- when people say like back to 2020 prices, I think they're talking about a combination of get to that number and also the velocity of how we got to that number. I don't see that velocity returning in any time soon. With like the sh- quick shoot ups and I would argue that's a good thing. So like that both of those, I don't think we're going to see that velocity again for a while. Agreed. All right, so second to last question is from uh, Jordan here. It says, what impact will the Brady docuseries Man in the Arena have on the Brady market or the overall card market as a whole? I'm going to be real nothing based on our conversation this morning. Zero. So Tyler was a little surprised that ESPN Plus, which is where this documentary is at, dropped the first episode this morning. So this is... It's currently 1027 Tuesday morning. Feels like no chatter uh, around. Dropped earlier today and Tyler and Lou and Jason and I were chatting about why it uh it dropped on a Tuesday morning. It was weird. I don't know. It just felt like like we knew of it it was coming and then all of a sudden it's like live on ESPN plus on a Tuesday morning. I'm so confused if it was I don't know. It was weird. I can't believe that they dropped it in the middle of the season. He's not gonna pay attention to it at all. The whole thing is driven by him participating in the conversation around the around the documentary. No, you're good. I mean, Jordan documentary dropped at a certain time on ESPN. There was a lot of hype around it. Like everybody, the world was watching at one time, and it was all that people were talking it was about. Early COVID, like and no one was doing anything. Like that's a big factor in that too. Like, yeah. Now let's drop episode one of the greatest, possibly one of the greatest team yeah. sport athletes of all time. Let's drop the first episode of a documentary on our streaming on Tuesday service. morning. Like, what are we doing? What I'll say though is that. I mean, I don't got anything bad to say about Brady cards. Like, I don't think, uh, I think they're on an upward. Yeah, this isn't going to like. Man, is goaded. Like, I, I, you know, I don't think we're going to see a big bump from it, but I don't think that it was like priced in in a real way that like you're going to see negative impact from it. I just don't think you're going to. Agree. I just don't think it's going to hit like some of his other stuff has done. I mean. To my understanding, he's put out great in-depth content and like a Facebook series that he did. Like, it, there's deep stuff out there, been about him. It just doesn't seem like it, it was right, but it didn't. You know, I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like the cultural juice is is getting there with this one. But I'll say that I mean, bullish on Tom Brady cards long term. 
no matter what. And as as a commentary on the documentary and the way it was made, I don't love that it came out by him, by his production people during his career. Like I that seems like we're not gonna get the real story of what we're looking for. But that's just me. I want the real Tom Brady story more than anything, and I don't think we're getting it in this documentary. All right. So last question uh, is from ZMed on Twitter. The homie. Good people. Yep. Agreed. He says, you have to make 100% ROI on a card-related investment by March 1st of next year. What are you gambling on? Wow. Anything, Carl. It doesn't need to be a certain player. doesn't need to be a certain mm-hmm. card. Could be anything in card. I know my answer, so I want to see what you guys say first. Do you have your answer? I do have my answer. I saw this question last night, so I've had some time to think about it. By some time, I mean like 12 hours. Lou, get the juices flowing. So it, it was two things. The first one was 2020 uh, wax basketball. I think there's some serious. That's the first thing that comes to my head. There's some serious juice on LaMelo right now. I think that was the first thing that came to my mind. I think that has the best upside in a short window. And then the other thing that came to my mind and whatever, people are going to laugh about it. PSA 10 Lewis, I think, is going to be harder and harder to find. And it's going to have a lot a lot of growth, in my opinion. Uh, that, that's hard to argue. The first thing that comes in my mind is prison basketball. Uh, 2020, 2021, uh, prison basketball case with LaMelo and Anthony Edwards. I said that the other day, uh, that I was definitely surprised on how well Anthony Edwards and LaMelo Ball have played to start this season. They look elite. They are definitely going to be uh, superstars in this league. And... If you're bot, if you're betting on anything to appreciate in the next what's five months, six months, um, I think sealed sealed wax has continued to be a superior investment in cards for the most part. Again, betting on the class, not a particular player. So you're betting on Lamelo and Edwards and everybody else in the class. I think that matters. Um, so that would definitely be up there. Outside of that, what would I take? I mean, another thing you can think about is. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl, right? Because the Super Bowl is in what February. So if you think Mahomes is going to come back and win another Super Bowl, Mahomes might not be a bad guy considering his stuff is also super cheap right now compared to where it was peak. I mean, I'm not sure about super super cheap. That's probably the the wrong word wordage there. Ty, what are you thinking? I'm thinking Grayson Allen PSA 10 2018 present. <laughs> you know what retail it goes for a- right now. It's actually sneaky, not a good, not a bad idea because if he's going to be the sixth man, it's a really good idea. They're thirty bucks. Yeah, that's so a really good idea. Yesterday, it's the easiest hundred percent ROI of all time because those are definitely going to be sixty, <laughs> 60 bucks. bucks. <laughs> easiest hundred percent ROI of all time. Boom! Say the tie the bone right there with that. Damn, thirty dollars a good one. Good job, Ty. Interesting. All right, so let's get into Play of the Week. Shout out to everybody who submitted questions. Again, if you guys are ever interested in us answering any of your questions uh, live on the show, feel free to get on the Facebook group. It's Car Talk Pod on there or on Twitter or Instagram. So shout out to Jay for collecting those. We're going to get into Play of the Week. Uh, As always, Play of the Week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. So if you are new, Jason submit. Jason gets all of these plays from you, the listeners. 
shows them to Tyler, Lou, and I live on air, and we, this is the first time we've seen them. We'll go through each of them individually and then pick a winner at the end. So not sure we will be able to top last week's. I'm going to you know, preface that now, but we will uh, we'll see. All right, so this is from uh, Hesse Sports Cards on IG. It says he bought this Brady 2014 Silver Prism Raw off of eBay right before the season kicked off, shortly after it was listed. He graded it through SGC. Shout out to SGC for still having great turnaround times. The card received a 10 upon return. And I sold it for $700 a couple days later. Holy cow. Nice. Good work. That's a good photo. I've never seen that photo. Brady life. Yeah. It's a good one. 14 Prism. Good year, right? I like 14 Prism. The basketball stuff's sweet. I think it's Zach. Am I crazy? Yeah, it's Levine, Wiggins, Parker, Embiid. You know when you feel confident in something? And then the second you your mouth. And then you're like. Fuck, I feel like the, I might be wrong, and I just came with such confidence. That just happened and then you're right. Levine. Yeah. I knew it dead, and then I'm like, fuck, I might sound like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, SG's, I mean, buying it raw even says excellent condition in the title, get an SGC 10. Hard to argue with that. Again, Tyler mentioned it earlier. We're obviously uh, pretty bullish on Tom Brady cards. I think Brady stuff long term is uh is really an interesting play. So shout out to him. One twenty five into seven hundred, can't really beat it. All right, so this says uh, this is from Bam underscore Sports Cards. Mm. Says got this last year for seven hundred ninety dollars. Seller was being a little harsh on it in the description. It was an auction from Hong Kong. Sent it to my grader recently for evaluation, and he thinks it's a PSA nine or a PSA eight on a bad day. It's currently a PSA and should have results of the grade in the next couple weeks. A BGS nine five Min Gem just sold for twenty k recently. It's a Giannis MV or Giannis Kaboom 2018 gold at a 10 with Reed in the title. So for those that don't know, oftentimes people will put Reed in the title if there's a, if there's something wrong with the card. Kind of it's a flag to somebody to let them know that hey, you want to check this out. It's cheap because there's something wrong with it, so please pay attention before bidding type thing. Um so that is mentioned in the title, but he paid $790 for the card. And as he mentioned, a BGS 9.5 min gem, so min gem being three nine fives and a nine, uh, or three nine fives and an eight. No, that doesn't work. Yeah, three nine fives and a nine. Uh, he said a BGS 9.5 min gem just sold for twenty thousand. So you would assume a PSA eight is going to do somewhere around twelve five. Yeah, I was going to say like thirteen. Thirteen five. Yeah, yeah twelve five, thirteen five. Uh, BGS or a PSA nine is probably pretty close to that 20,000, if not, you know, a couple bucks more or less. So yeah, not a, uh, not bad for seven ninety. I would like to see the card graded. I would like to see it back in hand and sold, but to be ahead on kabooms like that, I mean, he bought this June 22nd of last year. That's, that's pretty wild. Uh, yeah. The, I think the, the, the harsh in the description is interesting. I can't, until we see the grade, I can't give it too much. Can't read into this too much personally. Yeah, I feel like the seller is a better person to know the, the status of the cards than the person reading the eBay auction. Yeah, but one of those things, like, to be fair here, like, if a card is messed up, you want to be harsh on it. Because mm-hmm. it, like I can tell you, we've had people like, hey, the corner's dinged. You put that in the title, and the guy's like, yeah, the corner was a little bit more dinged than I thought it was. I'd like to return this. So things like that, if you're like, hey, this card's not going to get a PSA 9, please don't mm-hmm. buy it. You kind of save it. You set yourself up for, hey, somebody not being like, hey, this this card's not going to grade well. I'll pass. Quick sidebar. 
I know we have to get through play of the week really fast. Everybody cut it the fuck out. The corner was a little softer than I thought. Fuck off. Yeah. Figure it I'll out. I'll send you the messages. Figure it out. As we get on a weekly basis. That is such bullshit. Anyway. Everyone's trying to get theirs. Everyone's trying to get theirs. Real quick, side note. We got a, a message on eBay the other day from a guy who had a pa- The post office says the package was delivered. Right? Says it was delivered. Messages us a couple days later. Hey, I never got this. All right? May want to reach out to your local post office, right? Maybe see what happened. And it was, hey, you need to talk to the guy that runs the YouTube page. I'm going to leave a scathing review. You have my $10. I don't have my card. A scathing review on your YouTube. Scathing review. I have the message. I'm like, guys, let's. Everybody cool. Let's, let's, whoa. All right. So the Giannis, whoa. I don't think technically it's a He's good card. Match. I don't think it can win because it hasn't been sold. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Wrote off. Hell of a play, Next. though. That we think. Oh, this will be awesome. Adam Adam knows what he's doing right here. All right, so Adam, uh, this is Oh Snap. It's more. Uh, pre-ordered two boxes of MLS Chrome back in March for 120 each. When they arrived, I opened them and found this Ricardo Pepe Auto at a five. The next weekend, he scored mm-hmm. for the men's national team, and his prices went crazy. Choices were either selling the hype or send a PSA. It did look clean and hope he continued performing while it was getting graded. I consulted with a bigger soccer collector I met on Twitter about pricing of the card, started bidding about 4500 mm. and and ended up listing it uh ended up listing it he said i sent him a box of mls chrome as a thank you sold an auction for 7900 bought a few more boxes and ended up hitting another one of his autos at a 25 and that card is with ryan for grading right now yikes holy cow uh shout out oklahoma and he blessed the homie with the advice i mean that is hobby love right there Homie gives yeah, you advice and you send him a box, bro. That's how the game works. Send him a box and That's then pulled another Positive vibes. That's how the game works. Love. Yes. Four bids. Got it done. 100% positive feedback. Adam's in the mix. Color match. Adam sends in a lot of stuff. He, he, uh, he sends in a good amount of stuff for grading. He knows what he's doing. He, Don't uh, work, Adam. He's always got... He's always got an eye for some stuff, so I like this. That's it's a good, good play. 2021 MLS is a nice card. They've done a decent job. The top's crown. They've done a decent job. Yeah, I think 2021 MLS, like that stuff, it doesn't get a whole lot of love now, but if the U.S. team does anything in the World Cup, there's a few guys yeah, in that sense. set that have cards like that, Pepe being one of them. So I think it'll be interesting. Uh, it's an interesting product to watch. All right, so this is from Boise underscore card guy on IG. Uh, Greg says, here's my play. Uh, I was at the Boise card and memorabilia show this Saturday with my daughter, went bargain hunting and found a good amount of cards. I wanted to make a deal on tons of Griffey's Kobe's Jordan's, etc. But the gem I found was this Tebow Fleer precious metal gems out of 50. Oh my goodness. <sighs> he says, I asked the guy how much he said $45 for 44 cards. Are you kidding me? Uh, he said, no hesitation. I just gave him the man, the man his money, went home that night and put it up on eBay. About two hours later, I struck a deal with a guy to buy it now for one twenty, for a card that cost me a dollar two. Wow, this this is the play. I love the PMG stuff. Tebow is an icon. His stuff sells super well. He's one of the best college football players of the last uh, ever. I mean, like gets a lot of love in Florida. His stuff sells really well. Value box plays this. Wrap it up. This one wins. This is the winner. I would love to see the other cards. Is I will more? preface. I would love to see the other cards. Uh, like the other cards that he bought. Oh, that he the forty four cards. Yeah, I would love to know what those are. What else was in that, that value box play? Now, wait, 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 wait. Go ahead, Lou and Tyler. 
I've got to give some feedback on this. Maybe I shouldn't be so quick on this. Yeah. We gave Jason shit for not negotiating on value boxes. It's the first thing I thought of when I read the when I read the caption. How do you not we negotiate? We gave Jason that? shit for not value bo- uh, for for not uh for not negotiating. Now, if it's that good of a deal, I'm not negotiating. I'm just going to pay the man his full money, but I think you guys might have a different take on this. I think you always have to try. I mean, look, are we talking about negotiating down to under a dollar a card? Like, hey, would you do 40? 35? I'm throwing it out there. I don't care, guys. I just I'm am throwing not it out there. Jay's non-negotiation and this as as a one to one. I mean, Jay was like single card twenty bucks. This is forty five cards or forty four cards. I could have seen him go forty four, but like then you got to pull out four singles. Yeah. <laughs> I just uh, I'm gonna be super frank. I'm not giving no Tim Tebow play of the week personally, but I respect it. It's hundred twenty x. It is real. Yeah. And he's got the other cards. It's kind of fair. It's a fair point. It's a great play. It is. It, it is a good play. I love it. Love it. All right. One more. All right. This is from uh, JPS underscore card underscore collection. It says, here's my play of the week. All the way back on September 30th of last year, I purchased a 2019 Topps Chrome Vlad Guerrero Jr. rookie for $7.99. It was $12.18 with tax and shipping. Sent it to PSA when it was only $15, returned earlier this, earlier this month as a PSA 10. Listed on eBay and with one day, accepted an offer of $175. Altogether, the investment with PSA and after eBay selling fees, I profited $127.60. Love the content. Cheers. Nice. This is why I hope PSA brings uh, $10 to $15 grading back because this is, we talked about this pre-shutdown, but this is how like a lot of people were able to build equity in cards, go into those value boxes, buying stuff like that, and like buying five to ten dollar cards, setting them off, getting them back six to eight months later, a year later, boom, you got a you got a nice ROI later down the road. You're basically just pushing your profit down the road by adding the value, grading it. Love the play. I love it as well. Jay said, look at the original title. Love a good diamond bin steel to open up mm-hmm. an auction. An auction title. I think that's very, very funny. Big, big fan of that. Makes me laugh every time. And I agree. I hope one day we can get back to like a $40 option with PSA. I think that has an outside chance of returning one day down the road. Because Ryan's right. It's a big piece of the puzzle. It's how a lot of people get in the mix. So I hope it comes back as well. I like what seemingly is that JPS card collection sold this yesterday. And immediately hit us for play of the week. And that means a that. lot to me. I love that a lot. This card probably hasn't even been picked up by the Yeah, cards. I mean, it's sitting on his desk right now. He hasn't even put it in an envelope yet. No and shot. he's like, play of the week? Yeah. Get it out there. Sign of the times, boys. Pretty good. Sign of the <sighs> times. This is a good play of the week. There's some solid stuff here. There's some I solid agree. Stuff There's a here. lot of good ones. PMGs really went there, huh? I mean, the Pepe, I mean, to take a Pepe, hit a Pepe, then give the guy a box of Chrome for it. Like, mm-hmm. hey, man, thanks for the mm-hmm. advice. Then get a couple more and hit something off those good vibes. I mean, hard to beat that. Taking a Brady Prism Silver Raw from 125 to $700 with a quick turnaround from, P- you know, SGC, right? Could have sent it into PSA, waited a little bit longer. Uh, you know, maybe got more there, but SGC, quick flip, make your make your money move on. Giannis gold kaboom gold kabooms before the market's hot taking a chance on one that may be not be in perfect condition for 800 bucks like 
there's a... And then, yeah, like Dar said, buying a Vlad, sending in cheap PSA and getting it back later and, you know, not even shipping it, just being like, hey, play of the week. Shout out to Card Talk. I love it. It actually means a lot to me that that happened. Yeah. Did you guys pick? Tebow play, for sure. You picked Tebow? Okay. Well, yeah, 100%. Power, you I'm all too? about the value boxes. No chance. I, I love no. it. Oh, okay, good. All right. I picked Pepe. Oh, Tebow. I picked Pepe as well. Bang. I'm not saying it's uh, this is not a great play. There, uh, just like last week, a lot of a lot great of plays. good plays. I like the, for the sure. value box. I love the value. I box just play. want. I know that you know you could say it's lucky that he pulled a red out of the box. I just think it's very all encompassing of what cards is. You get a box for 120. You rip a box. You get something crazy. You great. You not even grade it. You just put it up and sell it and you make money. Boom. That's my favorite thing. I love opening. Shout out to the guy that gave you the yes. advice. Hey man, yes. I appreciate You're it. Man, here's a box. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you pulled out 25 and you grade it. Yeah. Huge. That's the winner for sure. Yep. To Love me. it. Agreed. All right. So Adam, oh snap, it's more with uh with the win on play of the week. Congrats, Adam, for the for the win. Are we doing the thing the new thing yet or no, Ty? Po app? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we are. We should talk about it, right? Yes, we are. Every single winner of play of the week. My my hope is, but I can't speak for Jason, that we have previous winners documented. But every single Play of the Week winner will be receiving a free NFT in the form of a POAP, which is called Proof of Attendance Protocol. You're able to claim it for no cost, and we will be using it to celebrate our Play of the Week winners. Hopefully build a little community there, a good way to engage with the Player of the Week That's winners. Awesome. Maybe we do a little Play of the Week winner meetup. You know, at a card show, maybe at a national. We're going to start building that little play of the week winner community out and bring some value to them. And I'm pumped about that. There's so something for me as a person who doesn't know NFT super well, the difference between a POAP and an NFT, and excuse me for speaking nope, in like general terms and whatever, yeah. there isn't necessarily a value associated with the POAP as there is with so an NFT. There is. There is. There is. Interesting. Like if you go on OpenSea, people sell POAPs. The, the but doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of it if it's proof of attendance? Well, people are selling graded concert tickets. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. POAPs, proof of attendance protocol, are built on what is called a layer two, or a layer on top of Ethereum called XDAI, which allows for them to be uh, um, pretty much free transactions. There's right. no gas, per se. In order to sell it, though, you would have to move it yeah, over it takes onto gas the uh, yeah. Ethereum uh, main net, and that would cost gas, and then sell it. But Interesting. Do I, be- do I believe that there's inherent resale value for a play of the week POAP? No. Of course not, because we're nobodies. But I just meant in general, I thought it was more of like a, hey, what's up? Hopefully, though, we can make it into a little crew. You know, you get a t-shirt here and there, potentially. Listen... It would be a real shame if on this on this episode right now we could just like slap the poll app on the screen. It's like boom, mm-hmm. play of the week winner. <laughs> be a real shame if we could do that, Jay. You can put it in my hand right here. All right, so let's let's wrap this up. Uh, we've got we got re- uh, latest launch. So actually, some decent stuff coming out this week. You do have the premier collegiate product coming out this week. You've got flawless collegiate briefcases with about 10 cards per box. You've got Top Stadium Club Chrome Baseball. Uh, you have Decision Cut Signature Edition, which is like presidential and political stuff. That's that's it for this week. You'll have a 
some hockey and some basketball coming out next week. But for this week, that is uh, that's all we got. What does Flawless Collegiate sell for? Uh, I want to say like four grand, thirty five hundred a briefcase. It's currently out of stock there. I can double check real quick. I want to say that's oh, what it is about thirty five. I love it. Mercedes is uh, appealing the the act the almost accident on Sunday. Let's go. Get out of here, Max. So, Luke, can you explain that a little bit more for someone that's a little sure. bit more Sure. So, there was, um, and I would call it a dust-up during the race on Sunday between Max and Lewis, where Max essentially pushed Lewis off the track to try to keep position, which is bullshit, and it's cheating, and it's unsafe, and it's not fair, and Max should be punished. And I'm glad that, especially after running and tattling to the refs on Friday and Saturday, which is some other shit, which is bullshit, too, but... I'm excited to see that they're reviewing it, and I hope that Max is at least fine because he's been doing that all year. Couldn't they? It's, so it said on here like they could. Uh, can they give him like a time penalty on that race, which would change the outcome, or would it be the next race? I guess they could. I don't think they're going to do that though. I don't think they're going to do it either way. I think it'll be a fine. I don't think they'll get in the way of the actual yeah, results I would of the agree. race. I would hope they don't, to be honest. All right. Because I don't want to win by cheating like Max is trying to. I'm not, I don't love, I hate cheaters. I'm historically anti-cheater. I think Golden has some Cersei autos that are going up. Really? Yeah. Yeah, PSA 10. You knew about that, right? Yeah, I saw it the other day, but I also saw, I believe, Amelia Clark signed with Leaf for their upcoming Pop Century set. Really? Leaf actually has some decent signers coming up in that. I, I follow Leaf on Twitter. I'll pull it up, but. I believe they they signed Amelia Clark for that's who that's who uh yeah you, yeah you're talking yep, about yep. you, you nailed I'm, it I'm you talking about the same it. person yep, right yep yep big um, Game of Thrones guy let me see Leaf yeah if you follow Leaf right here here's the tweet good job they announced a bunch of them their Pop Century product uh they got Joe Exotic in this one again uh Heidi and Spencer Pratt um. By the way, I Chevy definitely Chase. said Cersei, and it's not Cersei. That's what I thought. Yeah, because yeah, Cersei is a Correct. Lannister. That's why I was confused. Correct. I was like, that's not who that is. That's why you confused Correct. me. Big Game second. of Thrones podcast over here. Yeah. Big fans. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. I wonder what Clearly not good with names. What's that? Monster Signer Alert, yeah. I, I wonder... Yeah, this is Monster Signer Alert. One of the hottest names in all of non-sport trading cards. Welcome to Pop Century, Amelia Clark. They did sign her. Wow, that's cool. That'll be interesting. That's a big signing. That'll be exciting. I love weird stuff. All right, what an episode! Been a pleasure, Hold boys. On. Been a pleasure. Jay, don't forget Ryan Tannehill. Pull up. Hmm. The Tannehill thing's going to be interesting. <laughs> we're still going. No, I think we're done. Real quick, we're still going. Can I have? Can I have? We're going. Can I have thirty seconds to name quarterbacks I would take over him? Yes, and sure. Tyler, don't interrupt. I won't. Okay. Uh, Stafford, Russell Wilson, Kyler, Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady. I'll give you the Matt Ryan thing. I'll push that okay. aside. You've got not no not Falcon Panther. Uh, Dak Prescott, and I'll even give you Jalen Hurts for now. I won't say that. Oh, that's the NFC. Okay. Then you've got Herbert, Mahomes, Carr. Then you've got Burrow. Oh my God! Come on, Rye. You're taking Tannehill over. You're taking Burrow? guys that are like in the same like. You're like making all these weird like 
They were yeah. good five years ago. Yeah, like, you're making like weird. Uh, they might Joe be good. Joe Burrow. That's who I said it would be. Right now, bro, as a quarterback. In and the it's NFL. all like right now as a quarterback. I'm taking Joe Burrow every day of the week and twice. On I would Sunday. put them in like the same category. No okay. way. We'll see. We'll see what everybody says. We will. There's no I think way. you're wrong. I didn't jump in on that one. Yeah, bit. that was me. Keep going. Sorry, Ty. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, not Baker, not Ben. The only one you're taking in the AFC is Josh in the uh, is Josh Allen. And then you've got uh Wentz, no I mean, no there and not Trevor Lawrence at the moment. So it's like fourteenth? Yeah, I mean it would come down to Matt Ryan, Jalen Hurts, or Ryan Tannehill. And and like four of the other guys you mentioned. In it's what like all world, one bro. Group. Like you're just please, Anthony. Jalen Hurts, Ryan. He's in that same debate. Burrow's not? No. All right. Burrow doesn't have half the team that the Titans have. That line is like one of the worst. Is Jamar Chase I mean, they're playing on better team, this year. Psycho. Derrick Henry's the best running back in Correct. the Correct. So then that's like kind of the same. Jamar Chase is like is like the rookie <laughs> no. of the year. Derrick Henry's out and they just won by like a milligan. <laughs> back to back. They're seven and two, Rye, and I hate the Titans. I think they stink. But they're seven and two. I think they're good. I just don't think it's Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Doesn't make any winning. sense the way you talk. Game manager, get me out of game, game manager. Left, Derek Carr right. is like if you look up game manager in the dictionary, it's a picture of Derek <laughs> Carr. Uh, they're in the same conversation. I agree. So you what can't put Russell one over Wilson the other. Done in the, what it, this Russell Wilson. Uh, he was the Come he was on, the MVP I... for the first month of last season. So put some respect on his name. Yeah, got it, brother. The team hasn't been Russell relevant Wilson in a minute. Over Ryan Tannehill. Right. I mean, come Let's on. Wrap it up. Get me out of here. I thought we were done before. All right. Well, I got to get some feedback on this. I'm. I got smoked for Jalen Hurts. So if people tell me Ryan Tannehill is, <laughs> you Hurts, know, bro. in the same conversation as Herbert and <laughs> no, I'm not. No one's saying that. Tom Brady. I'm just. No we should just stop. That. I mean, like, no this one's is wild. That. I mean, Tannehill's an MVP. He's like, he's gonna like. Sign an eighty million dollar guaranteed Kirk Cousins well, type to contract. Put hurts in the same combo as Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback right now. You ask me who I would start a team with right now. Ryan Tannehill is in the same conversation as Jalen Hurts for starting a team. Ryan Tannehill has not accomplished anything. That's and is not fair. the reason they're going to win a Super Bowl ever. They would not win a Super Bowl because of Ryan Tannehill. That's you win a Super Bowl because of Patrick Mahomes and because of Tom Brady, not because of Ryan Tannehill. That That's is a not much the different conversation. conversation. You asked who I would start a team with. Yeah. Right now. Not Ryan Tannehill. He's not even in the top 12, not top 14. He's right around 14 or 15. That's kind of crazy. Joe, You said, who am I starting to franchise with? Joe Burrow's the answer. Ryan Tannehill's not. One of them has been in the league for two years. One of them has been in the league I for 10 years. I would take Joe Burrow over Ryan Tannehill to lead my team. I would. Jalen Hurts is crazy. Uh, at this point, right now, I mean, you're probably not wrong. It's probably Ryan Tannehill over Jalen Hurts. How about Hurts? Russell Wilson? Matt Ryan... Yes, a million percent. Couldn't be more sure. It's not even close. Okay. Not even close. So your whole argument just fell apart in like two seconds. I got to get out of this conversation. No, Russell Wilson over Ryan Tannehill by a mile. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. That's all I got. Bye, everybody. I'll see you guys next week. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod 
at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.